Welcome back once again, boys and girls, to another episode of Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined once again by the crazy cast. Lush? Cast, how you doing, bro? Hey, now, I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. You thought you got rid of me, but I'm here. Back on the ground. I'm here, grinding out, and we got a special one for you. It's Summer Slam season. It is. It really is SummerSlam season. SummerSlam 92. Uh, I'm, I'm super, super excited about this one. We had recently covered, maybe a couple weeks ago, a, uh, a random Superstars episode that was uh, requested to us by a listener. Uh, and it was a lead-in to this SummerSlam. SummerSlam 92. So what we're going to do is we're just going to watch the main event. It's British Bulldog versus Bret Hart for the Intercontinental Championship in Wembley Stadium. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a monumental, yeah. monumental show. Um, so what you're going to want to do is go ahead and load up SummerSlam 92. Uh, what you're going to want to do is just pause the show right away, drop down to the Jump 2 menu, and scroll all the way over to British Bulldog versus Bret Hart. If you're on like a mobile device or like an iPad, the timestamp you're looking for is 2 hours, 13 minutes, and 12 seconds. All right, we're going to do a 3, 2, 1, and get this thing going. But before we do, yes, KG Cass. Did yes. you get any feedback about our 05 episode? The watch along with the 05. The, the, oh, man. The Sean and Hogan. I got so much feedback, it wasn't even funny. So I got a couple I got a couple phone calls. I got a, a phone call first was from the famous uh, Nick Iggy of the Carnies. Oh, yeah. Um, he said that everything I said in that podcast was 100% right. And surprisingly, he said everything you said was wrong, but I think you were agreeing with me. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. Know. That sounds like Nick Iggy. He, he's just he's just mad because you know the the uh, the gargoyle himself has always been my, my favorite. You I, know, carry off. Maybe and that's it. Because so. I thought that was weird. I was like, yeah. I thought about. It, I was like, I yeah. think he agreed with me most of the podcast. Yeah. But other than that, you know, not much. You know, Sean called me. You know, Hogan naturally, naturally. texted me, and yeah, he was a little mad at what I well, said. Well, it was a great but... show. You guys seem to love it, so we're gonna keep this thing going. We're gonna do a, a super throwback here since it is Summer Slam season. Summer Slam '92. Hopefully, you guys got this loaded up by now. Yeah. Two hours, thirteen minutes, twelve seconds. Here we go. You guys ready? Three, two, one, play. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. yep. Loaded right in. We are in. There's the, the bulldog entrance. Union Jack going with Bulldog, and Bulldog's coming out, and he's he's on fire right here. He's got the crowd on him. This is Bulldog's territory. He is the the pride of Great Britain at this point. Like he is, he's about as white meat baby face as you could get at this point. And I love this. Whenever my favorite thing is when you go to another country and a wrestler who usually isn't that hot in America is just way more hot because it's their country, it's their home turf, yeah. and that's their guy. And really, it's a great thing we're we're covering this match because. This is one of the greatest matches of all time. I don't mean to overhype it, Daniel, but I don't know how you feel about it, but this is an iconic match, and everybody knows how I feel about Brett, but you got to give Brett his credit. And and really, the Bulldog is, to me, one of the greatest of all time. Oh, for sure. And I mean, this. Uh, I will say, though, this was the prime of the Bulldog. You know this what I mean? is, like, yeah. He's got the it. braids. Like he's if, looking if it, great. Yeah, if you, if you want to see a quality, like, I, 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 all right, a quality singles match, like, this is probably his best ever singles match, I would Pro say. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't think probably. This is his best ever. He's got some uh, great tag team matches. Him and Sean 
yeah. really tore down the house a bunch of times. The European title match was yes. massive. Or, and the one had that he a, had with Owen for the for the uh, European in the European like tournament yeah. was also massive. He's, I mean, listen, British Bulldog. He's one of my favorites. He's he's one of the best. But this match is just so like you got Lennox Lewis, the boxing legend, looking young. Yeah, out here you young, know, just wave it, yeah, wave it. I mean, it's 1992, baby. We were all Crazy. young. I love it. I love it. This is just such a good match for us to to cover. Also, okay, so here's a fun fact about this this specific show. Because they were in Wembley, uh, they didn't actually travel with their ring. They didn't didn't have the normal 20 by 20 ring. This is a 16 by 16, almost a WCW size ring here. So if you notice that, I I literally just read that. It is a 16 by 16 ring. So when you think about like, it's much smaller. So when you think of it, that's four feet all the way around. It doesn't look it. It, okay, well, when they when they pan back out, yeah, I feel yeah. like you'll be able to tell a little bit better. First of but, all, hold on. Brett just came out with a pretty good pop, too. I just oh, want to yeah, add that. Oh, yeah, massive that's, pop. If you're Brett. watching along, and I Brett's want to make sure. And Brett's the heel here. Brett's the yeah. heel. Brett's the heel, but he's got a pop. And it's really babyface baby before I said this point. And I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, for everybody watching along, we're watching Brett. Just to make sure you're on the same point as us. Brett's yeah. halfway down the aisle. His name just popped up on the screen. It says Intercontinental Champion. That's what's so great about this. It's the main event. And it's, it's the IC title. title, yeah. And there's a lot more. And this we'll is get back when the IC title meant something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is back when it was the workhorse title. It, it, yeah, more um, than that. But so yeah, this is a smaller ring. That's crazy. Yeah, you can see, you can visually see yeah. it now. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So so uh, not, okay. So that might seem small to people that like just listeners or people that like don't really know about the in ring work, but like. Dude, like everything is your timing is so wrapped up. Yeah. Like think about how many times someone gets like Irish whipped into the ropes. You know what I mean? Like so your amount of steps to get to a move is drastically shorter. Drastically shorter. Yeah. When you cut in four feet on each side of the ring, that's a massive difference. So like just having that uh having having that, you know, just kind of thrown upon you, like in a main event level match, like you have to be a phenomenal worker and be able to adapt to a situation in order to pull off what they're about to pull off here yeah i know neither one of us have that much experience in the ring but have you ever went from one size ring to another yes absolutely yeah Yeah. and i have two and the little experience i have and i have because we suck the smallest hence why we make a podcast now and we are exactly i literally just trained but i will say from training being in one size ring to another size ring it's almost like if you were to uh, have a NASCAR driver drive in a, a car that goes a certain like amount car. of speed yeah. around a big, big track. It'd be like and putting then, Jimmy Johnson in like the Indy, Indianapolis. Right, like, and, then race, you, yeah. and then one day you put him in a different car that didn't go as fast and in a smaller track. Yeah. I feel like everybody can kind of understand. It really like, it just changes every trip. And this yeah. is just from somebody who only trained. I never like worked, worked. And it, it was, you know... It's a big difference. It's oh, it's a, a very it's, big it's, difference it's, for sure. It's so much bigger than you can actually think, as a far as just the technique and fundamentals of it. Here it's, we go. First crazy. initial lockup, dude. They're this crowd up. is so hot. This though. is a hot crowd. Of course, of course, Bulldog gets the power over over Brett. But man, Brett, like, all right, look, we everybody that listens to the show knows how we feel about Brett. But in '92, Brett was the man. Brett was, was the man. The man. More honestly, in '92, Brett was was more than Sean. Brett was the best guy oh, in the yeah. ring. Sean wasn't period. really 
Sean was just Sean beginning. The, around just 95, I'd say. Sexy boy. 95, 96, that's when Sean became yeah. Sean. You know what I mean? At this point, I think Sean was maybe with Sensational Sherry. He was just leaving the Rockers. He had the, yeah. the big prints, he, the tights or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The At this print, point, yeah. there was, you know, you, you had Flair in the WWF for a little bit, and that's how Brett got the title. But yeah. At this point, Brett's the guy. He comes in the ring. I mean, this is uh, this is like I keep saying, man. I'm, we got to cover this match. I yeah, mean, this is such a yeah one of the most iconic matches ever. Wembley Stadium, and a lot happens. Brett getting when Brett goes over the top rope. There's a moment where man, he dude, dude, but just gets like hurt. the quickness, dude. The quick, the that? quickness, and like. The efficiency and like, okay, so this is still, all right, it's 92, it's 92, we're not in the Hulk Hogan era anymore, but we're still not quite in the new generation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so no. like, we're also in a spot where it's like, this is still very much kayfabe, and they're, this is a wrestling match, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is kind of new. This is, this not, is, this is new. not sports entertainment, these dudes are wrestling, like, like the, head, the headlock takeovers, the small packages, like, right. everything is, looks so crisp and clean. Yeah. This isn't what people are used to seeing, though. They're used to seeing Big John Stud, one hundred percent, yeah, and Andre Giant. Yeah. And now this is getting so over. Well, in WWF, I mean, in, w- in right. WCW, we're used to seeing this. You uh, know what I mean? Like nobody watched WCW, so um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But in WWF, this is like different. People, that's why it's getting so over, though. Yeah, how yeah, great yeah. it is now. This is an IC title match. That's the main event. Yeah, it's the main event because it's Wembley Stadium and there's the British Bulldog, but it's also because it's Brett and Bulldog, and they're going to go. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. they're going. Yeah, they're laying down on the mat right now. That's the times, but there's still action. And it's, it's, uh, I think this was art, man. This was, this was such a good time. Like, Brett was so good at never, and people today don't even, aren't even as good as it. And I'm, I hate giving Brett the credit, but Sean does it too. Brett. Yeah. Bulldog, people like One Two Three Kid, even yeah, Mr. Perfect, uh, yeah, Mr. Perfect. They don't, they don't let time. Like uh, you, you see an opening, you gotta grab them. Yeah, even if it wasn't part of the plan. Yeah, you gotta think of it like a real fight. Yeah, there was as, no, as yeah. long as you're in the ring thinking all the time, like what would you do if it was a real fight? I bet somebody told that to me before, and it was like the best thing somebody ever said. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, Brett's really good at it. If somebody messes up and just standing there, like, oh, shit, I messed up. They, yeah. Brett is really good at grabbing them and getting a headlock or, yeah. or punching. Like, yeah, totally. That's what makes a... Yeah. That's why Brett's so good. And the thing about this format... Always taking advantage. Yeah, and the yeah. thing about this style, too, is that, like, this style of professional wrestling mm-hmm. will never be dated. Never. This match right here right. could be on AEW TV tomorrow, and it would fit and all so of good. it. Yeah, and it's it's, it's fantastic. Right. All of it is just so good. Like slingshot, not into the in the turnbuckle because it's not slow. It's even when it's slow, there's movement all yeah. the time. Even all when, the time. Even when it's slow, there's a a reason why it's slow, and there's it, it's really not that slow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like no, there, I agree. Everything there's a a reason, and it seems it makes sense, and and that's why it's so great. And we're just harping on the same thing right now, but. It's it's so good to see and and now Bulldog it's got Brett some sort of arm bar but Brett trying to reverse it man you got Vince McMahon great competitors but, of the ring of, yeah of course the commentary team here is phenomenal I mean just having Brett have, have oh 
beautiful pin there by the, dude everything about okay all right listen first of all if you get to watch any match this week if you just need all right if you need to kill 35 minutes or whatever go watch this match please Look, hopefully you're already watching so it with hot. us just like we are right now getting dude, excited it's the so crowd. hype like this match is so good like yeah. and we dude we have buried brett on this show absolutely yeah. buried him like and and honestly, like as a human being, he's shit. He's I'm not. I'm, yeah, he's I'm not a good. Bad. I'm not a fan he's of Bret Hart at all person. as a person. But like, dude, you cannot deny both. Uh, that like, was what was the that scoop was amazing. Slam, all right, so I've never even seen Bull, that before. Yeah, we just watched Bulldog having Bret in an armbar on the ground. Bret makes his way up to his feet, gets a scoop slam, and rolls right back into the armbar. The technical wrestling at this level in '92 with specific guys like Bret. Uh, like like Sean, like perfect, like uh, Ric Flair, like He's bending the hand back. It's insane. I mean, An actual wrist lock, as opposed yeah. to just like pretending small, to ring the arm. Yeah, the small things they're doing, like you just said, that body slam back into the armbar. I can't believe nobody stole that. Like, come oh, on, absolutely, Ad- Adam Cole, you need to steal that. Like, this is amazing stuff. Look at him going, just going right. Yeah, there. I guess anything. Honestly, if anything, like I know we just directed it to our listeners, but like if you are wrestling right now, if you're a wrestler. And you're listening to this show right now. Like, go get your notes, get your notebook, get a pencil, and literally take notes. Yeah. Take timestamps, take notes. Like, this match is what professional wrestling should be, even still. This kind of wrestling is, it will never be dated, it will always be good. It's so good that Brett has now got heat and now is getting booed for 85% of the arena is booing him. Because of wrestling. Right, and not he because he cheated. Do, he didn't yeah. do any bad guy things. He just technical wrestled the British Bulldog, their guy. And now everybody said, yeah, I know we kind of liked him, but Bulldog's our guy. Bulldog almost had it. We almost saw Bulldog win. But now Bret Hart is the man on top. I just so good. Oh, our Bret is... Oh, my God. Shoulder block. Every, I don't know, man. This, this, is, this is probably... Just the boom! The cr- oh man, the Those crowd, forms. dude! The crowd getting into this, oh, like the build of the crowd getting into it, and how good this match is. This might be one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was always up there for me. This isn't a revelation. No, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal rest. I forgot how good it was, man. You know, I love, I love a Sean Brett match. I love Sean Undertaker. This is up there with some of those great. The, you know the, what we really need to do? Action pass. You know what we really need to do? Uh, goes for it again. He went for that pin again. At some point, we just need to get super blasted and watch the Iron Man match. Dude, like, that's what we need to that's do. That's a marathon. I'm in for it, though. Yeah, we, we need to do that it. match. We need to do it. We I need to just get match. like... As long as we also cover uh, Hot Rod, Piper, and uh, Goldust, because that's a mockery. It's oh, of ridiculous. course, of course, of course. Well, okay, but is it though? I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like Roddy and Goldust really kind of spawned. I mean, 20 years prior for like cinematic matches. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I, I didn't even think about that. You just you started saying that, and I was like, oh my god, Dan was right, Mister Know It All, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's that's, that's why, why I am Mister Know It All. A revelation there, Jesus. You're right. That really is the that was before its time. Dude, so far before it's time. And honestly, too, you ha- you can't, like, this is where you have to give the hot rod, like, like the, no- the nod of the cap, because he was already Hollywood at that point. You know what I mean? He yeah. was already doing, you know, he's already making, yeah. like, those movies and everything, and, like, he was already, you know, 
all out of bubble gum and having those big, you know, cinema, cinema oh, moments. Yeah. So it's oh, like, yeah. it makes perfect sense to have a Hollywood backlot brawl. And honestly, the fact that they, use, they were, at the time, they used those, um, the shots of, uh, the, the OJ. OJ. Yeah, OJ, yeah, yeah. So they, they were also being like, which is what they're doing now with the cinematic matches. Like, you're yeah. trying to use pop culture. And that's hilarious. Yeah. How they did it was hilarious. I gotta say, oh, these God. guys are still going out. They're Dude, doing drop working downs. Working so hard, man. And every hard. bump, every bump means something. Every yeah. bump, you like. I felt that bump. You know what I mean? Like he kicked him in yeah, the face. Yeah. just now. They, that's like you. You do that though. If you're ever in a match with somebody, you really want it to look good, and you really want whoever's watching. Whether you're training with your buddy and you really want your trainer to like like it, and it's you and your buddy, and you can agree, or whether you're in Wembley Stadium. And you're hoping one up for the working man. You're gonna make it look good. What? what no uh, matter what it is, you're whether you're in front of your trainer or you're in front of thousands and thousands. If if you really mean it and you really want it to look good, that was a bad uh, crossbody uh, frog splash. Little, little flub. But, Didn't hurt anything. But it still looked. It was so bad. He started grabbing his leg, and it looked like yeah. he tweaked his leg. And you could tell him covering his face, like, "Oh, I missed that spot." Yeah, yeah. And Brett kind of got up, like looking around, like, "Damn it, he missed the spot." We were about to have like a perfect match. Now it's just gonna be really good instead yeah. of perfect. But that, that, that's that's what you do though when you mess up a spot. You get, you you make. But it. the crowd doesn't know. Yeah. Well, and and this is, this is because the because you of gotta hindsight. make yeah. it part of the match. The crowd doesn't it was know it all. Supposed to be. But that. because we're marks, because we literally do. This is what we do. We do this podcast every mm-hmm. week. Like we we study we study professional wrestling. So like we know that was a botched spot. But even then. It wasn't a full botch because, like, th- right now they're still recovering from that one spot, and he's just engaging the crowd, throwing Bulldog out, giving him a breather. But the crowd knows nothing, and they're all still fully in. Like, and dude. you can and you can never be that smart of a mark because Shawn Michaels '96 and versus Vader, he did a fake, not Vader. I'm sorry. There's there's a match anyway. There's a match with Shawn. 96, 97, and I hate that I don't know. Is the it match. Mankind? Are you talking about the, the, the uh, yes, the Mankind, match? Yeah. Mankind, where he fakes a box. Yes. Spot. That's where, I'm sorry, Brett just leaped over the ropes. They and missed the spot him there. Down, almost like a zigzag. Like a weird, if you, weird zigzag. Yes, if you watch the documentary for Brett Hart that's on the WWE Network, I'm sorry to jump around like that, but Brett talks about that. He says that uh, Bulldog saved his life. He jumped over the ropes. He thought Bulldog was going to be in a different spot, but Bulldog wasn't. He kind of, or he kind of saved his own life. Yeah. He literally was going head first, and he grabs Bulldog. We just saw it, and, and he pulls him down. And pulls over, him. Yeah. If he wouldn't have grabbed him, he says Brett. You know, Brett's Brett. He kind of dramatic, dramatic yeah. or whatever. But he says that that was a bad spot that he would have grabbed. There's also another spot where Brett talks about where he hits his knee on a. Uh, tool chest. I don't know if I don't think we've seen that. So look out for that. I think this is a different match. I think that's a different match. I think that's a different is match that, from the documentary. Okay, but I know the pull down part is from this match. Yeah. But I think I, I well, thought you it was know, this Brett, match. Everything is self centered. I thought Brett. it was everything this is match. about Brett. And I, I, yeah. honestly, and in his documentary too, he says like you know you know Davey just thanked me so much after I dropped him the title and like you know you 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 made me and he's like but he didn't realize that that match made me more than it made him and it's like dude like can you not yeah. can you not like dude this guy was your family and he's dead now and yeah. you still can't like dude everything is about you like. I mean, I mean, it really like if you watch the documentary Sean and Brett did the Rivals documentary. I have the DVD. I forget what it's called, but it's about it's Sean rivalry. Rivalry, yeah. It's Brett and Sean, yeah. I mean, literally, it's just Brett. It's literally Sean saying, 
I don't remember saying that, but if I, if did, I did, it sounds like something yeah. I would say. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. That's terrible. I can't believe I said that. And then if Brett just says, I never said that. Brett, Sean says you said this. I never said that. Hey, Sean, Brett says you said this. Uh, yeah, I probably said that. That's something I would say. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally he, did, Brett, he deflects blame the There's literally time. one time, there's not one time Brett says, yeah. I'm sorry. If you're, if you're okay, that. like, let's say, all right, if you're old enough and you're still on the fence and you feel like, you know, maybe, like, maybe I'm more of a, a Brett fan than a Sean fan, it's it's on the network. Go watch it. It's the rivalries thing. If, it's That'll the very first you. one. Yeah, it 100% will turn, turn you, turn dude. Because that guy, like, he just will, he's a bitter old man at this yeah. point. Like, and don't I feel like watch he's been it. bitter If you like forever. Brett, don't yeah. watch yeah. that documentary. It'll ruin it. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, God, this guy's terrible. Sean comes off so well. I mean, and there's not over-editing. Granted, like, grant, okay, to be fair, to be fair, he was, you know, Brett was already disillusioned, bitter old man, had his career cut short by Bill Goldberg kicking him in the head. Yeah. Sean had already come back, had a, had a revitalization to his career, was still wrestling main event matches, uh, had been born again, had a whole different life, a good family life now. And, like, so it, it... Brett doesn't have any of that. Exactly, exactly. So, like, you have to take some of that right. into account as well. Right, You know, right. like, it, uh, look, I, look, I was I was a Brett guy. You know what I mean? Like, I when I was a kid, I loved Brett. I, I absolutely loved Brett until Sean surpassed him. And in my opinion, that's what happened in 96, even. So, like, sure, a lot of people talk about 97 and, and you know, Brett versus Austin. Yeah, was that match phenomenal? Absolutely. Like, and, like, I'm not going to say that Brett didn't, ha- like had, didn't have great matches after that. But after 96, after when, when Brett went heel, I enjoyed his heel work. But that's when you really saw who he was. All that whining Brett, all that whining. And he, he said that in his documentary. He was like, you know, I was saying things that I thought were baby-faced. Like, I didn't turn myself heel. The crowd just changed. Like, no, dude, you've always just been a heel, and we just didn't know it until now. You've yeah. always been a real-life heel. You've always been really self-centered and really, like, self-involved, and everything is about you. Like, that's how it's always been. He's a narcissist. Absolutely. A hundred percent narcissist. I mean, it, it, it's... if He better agree to that, too. If, if that dude doesn't think he's... I mean... Well, he I'm sure he'll doesn't. call. I'm sure he'll call next week with some feedback. He, I mean, he, yeah, he, well, he yeah, always yeah. does. I don't. I, mean, I don't take his calls anymore. But I mean, he always does. Uh, I mean, he gets so mad at me, but it's just the truth, Brett. I know you're listening. It's 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 the damn truth. It's the absolute truth, man. I will say, hey, to give him some love, he did a suplex like five minutes ago. Uh, Beautiful. And he like literally jumped off the ground. They both, Brett's feet were literally at a ninety degree angle. Bulldog's feet were at a 90-degree angle. Like, they were both parallel. It was, like, the weirdest suplex I've ever seen. I've never seen him do that before. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen Brett do suplexes, but he literally, like, jumped in the air with a suplex. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Brett constantly does that. He just puts yeah. stuff in there. So great in the ring. I mean, Brett's literally one of the greatest of all time. Oh, for sure. That's coming from me, guys. Yeah. I- I'll admit that. He's not better than In Sean. the ring. Okay. All right, he's, everything, he's very all, all, of, all of the shoveling that we've done and burying him with dirt and sand on the show, I will put in the ring, bell to bell, technical wrestling, top five best wrestlers to ever walk the face of the earth is Bret Hart. Top yeah. five. 
he can, yeah. And but I will say, like something like that suplex, you gotta have somebody like Bulldog doing it with you. Oh, for sure, for sure. You gotta have somebody for sure. Bulldog, but this guy, okay. I love Bulldog. But to be Bulldog's fair, Bulldog's worst thing about him was his mic. If Bulldog had a great charisma on the mic, Bulldog would be the one of the greatest. And what's weird is that we'd like be talking about. What's Bulldog weird is like today. all the boys will tell you that like he was so funny. He was like a a, right. a, a good river. Like right. he he was so involved. Like he had such a great personality. But like once the red light came on in a promo, he was trash, bro. Oh, it's like uh, it's the Bulldog oh, and oh, oh, the year oh, of the. I'm gonna oh, win the rumble and I'm gonna get you. Yeah, and I'm I. It's the year of the bulldog, and it's uh Shawn Michaels, and uh, uh I'm gonna beat you. Yeah, it was very bad. Very, it was very very, very bad. bad. I agree. Worse than my impression just now. I agree. And honestly, uh, okay. To be fair, Shawn's promos on his comeback were better than his promos before he ever retired in his yeah. entire career. Like, granted, he had some good ones. Some good ones, you know, in the '90s for Depends sure. Depends on how high he was. I think. Now I will say. Sean was a better in-ring worker in the 90s than he was on his return, for sure. Now, I, now I, well, that's not I, to take away. By a little. Oh, yeah, by a by little. By a little. By a little. But his promos were by, like, a perfect example is the entire, the entire comeback angle. The entire, like, SummerSlam 92 or 2002 where he comes back finally and faces Triple H. You know what? Maybe it shouldn't even be the Iron Man match. Maybe it should be Maybe the return be match. Yeah. Maybe it should be That's the one of unsanctioned match. Ever. I, you know, and we haven't covered it yet. I was going to save it for 2022, but that's just too far away. I mean, Cage of Cass. Let's just keep SummerSlam season going, and maybe we'll do a SummerSlam 2002. Oh, wait, I thought that was Survivor Series. Was it Survivor Series? I don't know. I think it was SummerSlam. I want to say it was SummerSlam 2002. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Let us know. And then, like, you know, if it's okay, so if it's, if it's Survivor Series, then we'll do it in November. But if it was SummerSlam. Then maybe here pretty soon, because obviously this—I mean, you guys are all on the feed. You guys are all subscribed to this point. Like we're—it's all—it's all SummerSlam in August, guys. It's all SummerSlam. We're doing just nothing but SummerSlam matches here. Nothing but like just good watch-alongs with the KG cast. It's SummerSlam 02. It's SummerSlam. Yo, let's get it. Let's get it. It's That's summer, what we're gonna do. I just looked it up. It's SummerSlam. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. But here we are. We're back here now. We just got crotched. The the hitman just got crotched. And it, this is dude. Bulldog is blown up, but the crowd is just pumping him up. You can see that he's just yeah. trying to... He's got adrenaline going. The braids are just looking as pretty as they ever have. So good. Great clothesline there. And he's, if you guys are still with us in the actual watch-along, if you're actually still here watching it with us, you better I just be. want to give you a timestamp here. So we're at 20, uh, 2 hours, 36 minutes. Uh, all 50 seconds, 51, 52, 53. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Yeah. Man, Bull, uh, Bulldog. Bulldog with the press slam here. Big oh. press slam. Very clean. So How nice. is that not a finish? Like, I feel like I that mean, sh should have always been a finish. A just, press slam? If I hold your body over my head and slam you down? I, like, just, I, I can't believe how good this, how fast paced this match. This is like a match you could show somebody who isn't a wrestling fan. 100%, yeah. so good and fast paced. Is he going for the vertical suplex? The He's stalling. He's going for the vertical yeah. suplex. The vertical Freddy. suplex. Brett. The great the balance there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boom. Beautiful, beautiful suplex. And they both just lay beautiful. out. Beautiful. I actually did that one time and uh somebody did that to me and I uh, that's the only time I've ever been dropped on my head. Oh, the scariest I, yeah. moment of my life. I got dropped. That's the only time, knock on wood. I I've, I literally have PTSD from it. And so, I'm okay. not trying to be dramatic. Let's talk but about our I scariest dropped, bumps then. I got dropped. Now that we got a little bit of downtime. Our scariest bumps. So I was wrestling. I was actually wrestling. I had gone through training. I wrestled for two and a half years from 2004 to 2006 and a half. And 
I was working with a, uh, a tag team called the Misfits, and I was in a tag team called the Justice Brothers. I was John Justice, and the guy that I trained with, who was uh, Jeff the Crippler Daniel's son, Jeremy, was my tag team partner. So at that point, um, we had been kind of wrestling around the circuit. Yeah, open one up open for the working, man. We, had, uh, we, had, we were working in a barn in Humboldt, nice. Tennessee. Nice. Uh, and the Misfits and, and us, we had wrestled. I mean, we had been in a backyard wrestling like federation before. This was the late 90s oh, yeah. to early 2000s. So that was back oh, when that was yeah. really popular. I had done light tube matches and the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Um, so at that point, I took a um, – RVD was really popular in 97 in ECW. His finish at that point was a double underhook pile driver. So he lifts you mm. up like he's going to do a double underhook suplex and then just pile drives you. And I could pull it off. I was skinny enough to where, like, I could go full vertical into a stalling situation. Mm. The problem is, is that I'm six feet tall. So, and I'm only 150 pounds. So, I'm really skinny, tall guy. Like, so, the guy comes down with the, with the pile driver. I, I, I perfectly, like, plank and do my vertical thing. It looks great on film. But when he comes down, it, my head didn't hit. I was, I was firmed up with my arms. But because I'm so lanky, my feet... And my legs hit the mat. Oh. So my lower back got stretched beyond belief. Oh. And, like, that was the worst bump I ever took. Like, oh. I was so worried about falling on my head and my neck yeah. that I was like, I got to perch. I got to, like, really flex my arms so I don't land on my head. But I didn't even think about my legs. So when he went for the impact, my legs were almost limp and went all the way down. And my toes touched the mat. Oh. And so, like, it was... The worst bump, dude. I had to have ice, and lo- I still kind of have oh. lower back pain from it. I felt all of my vertebrae crack. Like, I mean, oh. I, granted, I was young. I didn't go to a chiropractor, so maybe I just needed to be popped. But I didn't. I mean, I don't know. But I, I to this day, I have lower back issues. Big oh. superplex from British Big Bulldog superplex. there, though. Beautiful. A couple of great near falls that we've seen that I've talked about my own bullshit through. Nah, that's all right. Some great near yeah. falls. We cracked open some more beers. So... So yeah, my worst bump is my my actual cousin John Booty. That's his real name, John Booty. We're the from, Booty Man. We're from the South, real Booty Man. We're from Louisiana, so we got names like Booty. So uh, he used to love. He loved wrestling still today, and he would double close on. We'd be like in the kitchen, and he would say vertical suplex, and he'd you know kick me in the gut, and he'd get me boom, hold me up right for yeah. a vertical suplex, and I would do you know really you. It's the guy doing the vertical part. That's the you gotta. You, oh, you Brett's wreck. trying to put on the sharpshooter, laying down. Beautiful. Oh, this is amazing. The mechanics, dude. Dude, this is so what I'm talking good. about with the mechanics. Like, so no good. one does a better sharpshooter than Bret Hart. Not even Sting. He is the best. Brett, no one. They yeah. So you took the bump. Oh, dude. So we do that so many times where he would hold me up, like in the kitchen or something. So we were drinking outside at a party. Uh, drinking, drinking, drinking outside in the grass, and he said, "Cast, let's show everybody the the the, the vertical suplex because it was nice, right? right?" And we wouldn't fall back. He would just boom, bring me down to my feet. We had yeah. done it so many times. Well, we have been drinking. We are in the grass for some reason. I don't know why. Out of all the times we've done it, he gets me, brings me up, and I'm I'm vertical. Yeah. I did my part. I knew what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And literally, like a split second, I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm literally, I hear somebody go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And people running at us. Oh, that's the finish. 
Oh, there that's it is. The, dude, the perfect sunset that's the flip, finish. dude. The perfect, that's he goes for the, the sunset flip. He sits head. down. And Wembley is wild, Wimbley bro. Wembley is crazy. Wembley is wild. Okay, all right, look. We, we, we've delved into we're, our own personal yeah, stories. Yeah, we were in our personal but stories. But listen, guys. That was amazing. This match greatest is match one of the ever. best matches that we've ever covered on the history of the, almost two years of this show. Like, if you know. have a down moment, and if you are doubting why SummerSlam is a big four pay-per-view, if you're doubting why Bret Hart is a legend, if you're doubting why the British Bulldogs should be in the Hall of Fame, Dude. bro, if you're not watching along I, and you're on. just listening in your car, I hate this is it. a match you have to watch. I, I, I feel... I'm, I don't want to just be excited because I just watched it. I think this is like, I think this is honestly top three matches we've ever, ever seen. Yeah, we, we yeah, that I've yeah. Ever I seen. would put it in top five matches we've ever seen. I think this is top three that I've ever witnessed. <sighs> I personally, on my personal level, okay. this is top three. Your new Intercontinental champion, the British Bulldog, though. I love. There's a lot of things. I love the the pace. Yeah, so fast pace, not boring. If you if you're not into like boring wrestling matches. This match could have been an hour long, and it would have been exciting. They would have been blown out by then, yeah. so it wouldn't have worked. But, yeah. I mean, this is just such a great match. You get a new champion, babyface moment, in his hometown, Wembley Stadium. Massive. The crowd literally going crazy. He's getting emotional. It's amazing. Yeah. If you want the end of my story, I got dropped on my head, and then I woke up the next morning, and my nose started bleeding, and I don't know what that Full meant. Full concussion, yeah. Don't know what happened, but I never went to the doctor. The I've Bulldog been, I've been and Brett making up here. The pink and black. Yes. The Union Jack. Just being hey. good brothers here. Good brothers Just right being now. good brothers. The, the, the handshake that everybody wants to see because it's really a babyface versus babyface match. And Brett looks at it and thinks about leaving the ring. Uh-oh. He's a little mad because the IC title means so much to him. So, so Bulldog plays to the crowd. Hey, come yeah. on. You guys want to see us shake hands? Is that what come you want? On. Of course, all of Wembley Stadium. This is not an arena. This is a stadium it's show. A stadium. Yes. Crying, the oh, of crying. Course, of course, the sister crying. Uh, oh the, wife, the wife slash sister crying here. Yeah. Man, you can't. It was it was phenomenal. Not it was Helen. Phenomenal not match. Helen. Whatever. No, her Helen. Name. Oh God, uh, I can't remember her name. Helen's the mom. Oh, and they, this. they. Oh, and the big hug here. Yeah. Big hug. The family here. The in-law. And the crowd is losing it, man. You know, Look at that. They're lo- they Britain, literally are run- You could see them running down the aisles and everything. It's Britain so is all about this. All about it. Oh, man. Look at all that. Look at all that. Just Diana. Diana Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, giving hugs to both. Thank you so much. She knows, you know. She, she's been in the business. She knows. Thank you so she much, knows. Brett. She knows that she... That that he just put Davy Boy Smith but on the map as a single wrestler. She was genuinely wrestler. crying. She was genuinely crying. And the great thing about this is, is you just put, like you said, you put Davy Boy on the map, on the map, and this catapults brought the Hitman Hart into the world, the heavyweight championship position because now he no longer is this in is the. This is it. Yeah, this is what happens. Brett he drops goes, the title to win the world title from Ric Flair. So that's that's what happened here. Moment. What a fantastic moment. Man, what a fantastic match. Thank you guys so much for joining us here. I'm having a fucking hell of a time. I'm not even going to bleep that out. I'm a fucking having a hell of a time Hey, here. now. I'm having a hell of a time here hanging out with you guys, doing these watch-alongs with the KG Cast. It is SummerSlam season, and we're not done, baby boy. We're not, We baby. are not done. We got one more episode coming at you. It's going to be SummerSlam 2002. The Heartbreak Kid, the icon, the main event, the showstopper comes back from a four-year retirement when everyone thought he was done to wrestle his best friend, Triple H. That's going to be our next episode. Please tell us what you loved about this one. 
leave your comments, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer. He is the crazy Cash Thank Woo. you so much for joining us. Please be sure to hit, hit us back next week. We'll see you soon. We're out. Peace. Peace.